swords. It's surely illegal. Dad's with swords. Dad's with swords. It just shouldn't happen. Dad's with swords. Welcome back to Dads with Swords. This is episode 12. Uh, here with Brant. Krista. Brian. And uh, yeah, today I think we're going to talk about uh, trying new things. Um, it's a little uh, topical and current because last uh, week uh, we were had the opportunity to train some Italian longsword, which was really cool and kind of outside our comfort zone. So, um, I mean, it's, it is fairly similar, uh, but there's definitely a big, huge branch uh, off when it comes to playing close. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we always had a problem when uh, we play with other clubs as uh, traditional German uh, Lichtenauer school fencers. Um, as soon as we got close enough to grapple, uh, we never really trained that for starters. So uh, you'd uh, go up against an Italian fencer and all of a sudden they have a hold of your sword and you really didn't know what to do. So uh, we got to learn the tricks of the enemy, so to speak. Yeah, from what I understand, Fiore's manual is pretty step-by-step, and it starts with Aprazare wrestling, and then moves up to longsword eventually. I'm sorry, what kind of wrestling? No, Aprazare. What? Comma. Oh, okay. Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> wrestling was the explanation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, like uh, German schools would have, say, Ringen M. Schwartz, or... Uh, What's another one? Just ringing. I guess ringing in general, yeah. yeah. Ringing is, again, wrestling, and I'm Schwert is at the sword, with the sword I think, yeah, with yeah. the sword. I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, it was uh, it was really super interesting. Uh, it was neat, too, just to see the difference in, like, the way Aaron was explaining, like, the Italians have a different concept of time in the fight, Yeah. I guess, um, where we... In our school, we train pretty obsessively to do things like what we call single-time counters, where you're defending and attacking at the same time, and hopefully just ending the fight. And a lot of the Italian techniques that we were being shown really had the defense and the counterattack as two separate actions. Right. That they wanted to be really, really sure that they're not getting hit with the sword before they try to hit back. So it was a neat, different take, I guess. Yeah, and it was it was nice to see that uh robert always talking about the differences between german and italian schools and you know all the germans are attack 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 you know always on the offensive and the the italians are laid back and chill and that's pretty much completely what aaron had said i guess we should (laughs) actually say uh our friend aaron a friend of ironwood uh aaron is it medina I think. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. I suck at pronouncing things, so... But yeah, um, he actually just got back from uh, uh, a trip to Italy where he was actually uncovering a bunch of uh, uh, like manuals and reports, uh, court reports. Uh, he keeps posting on Facebook little uh, funny details of stuff he finds, like accounts of, uh, you know, fancy Italian shoes was the description in one of the uh, (laughs) reports or incident reports, I guess you should say. So, um, so yeah, he, uh, he happened to be in town and uh, he was gracious enough to kind of give us a a nice little rookie, uh, you know, crash course, I guess, on intro to Italian sword, which was really cool. It was really neat um, thinking in that mindset, uh, especially the way the exercises went where we would stop and say, okay, now you are the Italian in this, you know, think of, three ways that you can get out of it and of course you're sitting there like oh shit i've I've never done this before yeah it was really neat uh really really awesome it made me really glad that i'm studying german longsword 
um, because I feel like Italian really suits my sensibilities very well. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like that I'm doing something that is pushing me outside of my comfort zone a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, to just be that steady aggressor is not something that I'm very proficient at, I don't think. At least yeah. not yet. So it's nice to be working a skill set that I really don't have. I, I certainly feel the, the wait and, uh, you know, wait for the attacker to do something and react a little bit more reactionary than, uh, I guess it's more being a follower, not a leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess it kind of, to, to tail back to the intro, it, it's more so, I guess, just trying new things and trying to get outside our comfort zone. That can be the overall broad uh, topic, I guess, this week. But, yeah. Um, yeah, just not being afraid to try new things. Uh, and, I like, that's exactly what we did, and it turned out to be great. Will you be doing it again? I'm sure eventually. Uh, I mean, it really just depends on when Aaron's going to be able to come into town and, and do it, or someone else who's uh, an instructor for Italian Longsword is going to come in. It was nice that Robert was also talking about maybe doing... Uh, you know, little mini sessions on different weapons sometimes too, which would be a lot of fun. It's good, like every couple months or so, just to have that one class to be like, okay, let's break from the norm, and yeah. you know, now we're gonna do like it would be nice to get Nesser involved, or yeah, you know, we've always been talking about Saber. Not that it might necessarily be uh, something to do necessarily, you know, with our curriculum, but it is kind of a completely different system. But at least the Nesser and stuff, it's kind of still period and. It would just be neat to go, okay, now you're used to thinking with two hands. Now think with one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, for trying new things and trying to break out and get out of your comfort zone, like, mm -hmm. I know you were prodding Krista quite a bit to get out to uh, the Bada class, and mm -hmm. it finally happened. Yeah, yeah. Finally. It was a long and arduous process, or did you finally just say, you know what? Uh, it was more just like, I'm in the car, and we're going, and I don't have a choice. <laughs> so. so you can either stay in the car... Or... Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... It, it's hard, like, it, it's again one of those, um, you know, my body doesn't know what I'm doing, my body doesn't understand these movements, I feel like I look stupid, but then I have to realize that it doesn't matter. You know, it's fine. And, yeah. Um, it was definitely yeah. one of the things with the, uh, the Italian longsword is getting into, uh, you know, the proper posta di donna, and what was the, uh, the actual footwork called? Um... Oh dear, I've lost it now. Uh, Volta Stabile. Yes. Volta Stabile. Volta Stabile. <laughs> See, that was the best part of the class. Yeah. Everything Aaron said was, you have to pronounce it like that, so you get to sound like a true Italian. Yeah. So, Volta di Donna. And then you go into, a fenetra. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that motion, you know, pointing the heels back and, and, and twisting the entire torso, completely out our, outside our comfort zone. Yeah. And like, to the point where the next day you could probably feel it. In oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck my knee up. Yeah, you're That's... complaining about that yeah. for a while. It's just, yeah, it's 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 training those muscles and those bones and everything, joints that we're just not used to activating. And, That's it. Yeah. But and just doing good. it, just doing it once is hard. Um, but doing it to... Yeah. When doing you start it, like... doing it more, you know, you'll get it. But That's like, right. I find, for me, I miss a lot of those classes with Max because of work. So then, not for long, though. Not for long. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, Chris has got a new job. She could be a 9 to fiver. Yeah, my first time in... Uh, when did I start working? I don't know. 17 years of hustle and bustle and yeah. working shifts works like an idiot. and Well, not like an idiot, but you know what I mean. Just first 9 to fiver. <laughs> You're idiots. You're all idiots. No, it's... 
Yeah, it's going to be good. Again, it's like I'm trying something new, too, as in I'm trying a job yep. skill that I've never really, you know, worked at, of sitting at a desk. Chris, did you tell Brian what we did at Stick this week? No, I did no. not. Well, tell him. He's right here. We, uh... <laughs> We practiced cracking skulls. That's amazing. Yeah, we, we cut. We practiced uh, hitting coconuts. Oh yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, what's uh? I think Brian was talking about that. How Max was looking to test, uh, you know, the, the amount of force that was needed yeah. or something. Yeah. And then it was like, was it his test cut was enough to break? Yeah, the test <laughs> cut is enough to crack the coconut, and that's supposed to be as thick as a skull. That's crazy. Um, but it was hard. Like their coconuts are tiny. They're like little things. You know, they fit in your hand and um, they are really hard and the way we tied them the rope actually held the coconuts together right so you would hear the crack and then you would just see, see the, the juice yeah, yeah just dripping out the first one that max hit just ended up spinning and just spraying coconut water yeah. everywhere like given that force i'm surprised like either everybody who practiced uh shillelagh back then was either super awesome martial artist and most of these duos came to draws yeah or there must have been just a ton of dead people leaking up brain <laughs> fluid like yeah. in the streets of galway it was fun i it was one of those like we just dropped in did it and then took off because you know parenting yeah um, it was cool it and it was like interesting because it was like oh you're learning all these skills and here's you actually have to apply it yeah and it was hard not to want to just like do a whack-a-mole motion you, yeah. know, you had to just like move your hips and put your elbow up and hold the stick close to your head but not too close and always preaching and follow through and mm-hmm. it was uh it was challenging but it was fun, it was fun. Well, Caleb, caleb's very upset that i won't let him buy <laughs> we got the two babies and erica and rob just watching them doing their best to wrangle yeah it's hard but yeah i am um, Having good form and practicing good form when it comes to displays like that, that'd be similar to cutting with a sword. Um, you know, having having the draw motion, you know, making sure that when you're actually swinging, it's not, like you said, you're not swinging for the fences. You're swinging to just do the precise strike that you're actually looking to, yeah. uh, to execute. I find the hardest part, especially when you're trying to, like, break a coconut, is remembering to snap right back into guard. Yes. Right. Because, you know, as cool as it is to break a coconut... Coconut still isn't fighting back, so I found myself getting a little sloppy. <laughs> the coconut's gonna come for revenge. Yeah, with his fallen brethren. Yeah, it was cool when Max did the, his first coconut because it did split in this perfect like two shells, and you know it smelled really good. <laughs> um, but we were stupid and left our coconut in the car. Oh it, man, did that car stink the next morning? Yeah, it's it's tragic. It was like that. You know, socks in a locker all week kind yeah. of stink. And I was trying so desperately to find what the smell was, and I couldn't. And I was looking around and like, all right, there's some like wrappers here, but there's not really like food garbage. Nothing's rotten. I cleaned the whole car out, and then as I went to clean out the trunk, I saw that coconut sitting there out in the sun all day. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Trying new things, man. It's there's always like um. I find I get like this resistance of like why do i have to do this like i already like i've already been uh practicing and um do i really have to know how hard uh to hit a skull and now i'm glad i do (laughs) whatever comes down to it i can defend this family it's like just give me a stick yeah give me a reason give me a (laughs) stick and give me a reason don't aim for the skull 
I can't watch this kid alone if you get arrested for murder. That's true. Uh, Caleb is a very busy boy. He's going to be one uh, soon. Yeah, real soon. And he's not a baby. He's a kid. He's a little kid walking around. Walking, trying his best to talk. Yeah, he's his new thing that he likes to try is somersaulting. Yeah. So he gets uh, he gets in that little like triangle position and then he doesn't move yeah so he's just like he's getting there whether it's voluntary or not yeah sometimes just accidental somersaults maybe maybe he's just doing yoga you can probably hear some babies in the background yeah (laughs) as long as they're as long as they're making happy noises we carry on kale's teaching Saul how to be a jerk (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're just hitting the hitting the couch together right now yeah so it's been one year haven't killed your kid Yep, mm. it's got to feel good. It feels really good. <laughs> I just remember last year this time being super pregnant and uncomfortable and just like someone said the wrong thing to me and I'd either be in tears in private or just yelling. <laughs> yeah. Two emotions, sad and rage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's scary, like, knowing that, um, you know, one day you walk into a hospital and the next day you walk out with a, a baby. It was, it's a life-changing thing. For sure. It's pretty nuts. Statement of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Years of Tamagotchis and Neopets trained yeah. you for this very day. Yeah. I killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing good. He's He is a lot of work. Like, um, he stays with his grandparents a lot because of our schedules right now. And, you know, bless him. But I, I can see that he's wearing them down. <laughs> Like that he's getting stronger and bigger, and we're all just getting and older faster. and faster. Yeah, and like I see every time I see Saul, it's the same too. Like he's strong, he's a strong little guy, and he's just getting bigger. He's getting stronger. more, yeah. He's getting more grippy. He'll grab onto something, and you're like, no, 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 and you try to take it away, and he's like, no, it's a vice grip. Yeah, like he's just holding his arm out, and you're just like struggling, and he's just like whatever. I'm surprised I have a beard left over because he just. <laughs> It's basically his anchor point. And babies, like, babies don't have that hesitation to try new things. That's how they survive is, maybe I'll try walking today, and maybe I'll grab this knife, and maybe (laughs) I'll just, uh, you know, exit the the yard like Caleb did today. (laughs) Little honey badger, just picking locks and see ya. (laughs) Oh, Caleb. Oh, so. Yeah, it's been a long week. Um, This is my last week of work with my job now, and... It's oops, my phone. It's the worst kind of shift of like one to nines, four of them in a row. Matt, if you're listening to this, the hell. <laughs> it's because you're the quitting. hell. No, it happened before I quit, and I was kind of like, this is why I can't work here anymore. I'm these are killing me. Yeah, I know for for my job, we're kind of winding down, and it's been kind of nice because i've been getting these odd jobs like a list of all these people and their email addresses it's like just take this and digitize it so like just start a spreadsheet just start typing in so for all those wonderful things where it's like i you know i'm in photoshop every day and it kind of it doesn't get monotonous you kind of get in the zone and so you're just doing you know your daily routine now it's just a data entry basically yeah and it's different so it's nice to feel something different yeah best part about any job is that you get to come home yeah. Um, now that you're, you know, you're not a Navy man anymore, so you come home. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, especially with this dude. Yeah. I don't um, know what I would have done if I was still in the Navy and going to sea for six months at a time. I don't know how. 
I would just you guys make, are still in the Navy, do that. I would it's just ridiculous. make you take him with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. it doesn't quite work that way. I don't care how it doesn't work. I would make it work. They need cabin boys in today's modern military, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Caleb, you're learning to use a sextant today. I mean, it would be great if I could have brought Caleb to my work, just put him on the floor and charge people like five bucks to hold my kid. Five bucks. <laughs> hold my kid. He's cute. He might kiss you. He will bite you. Five bucks. Right it's, now he's trying to grab the mic. It's funny that we're we're saying this because I actually had Solomon at work for an afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it's actually quite easy because all I did was lay in his uh, his stroller. Actually, I don't even know if the stroller. It might have just been the baby seat. But you know, my job. I'm sitting at a desk all day. I retouch photographs, so I don't really have a lot of physical work to do. So he could kind of sit right beside me at the desk, and he did kind of fuss up at one point. So I fed him a bottle and. Yeah, but before I knew it, uh, Erica was there, and I'm trying to remember what that was even for. Was it? It might have been. I think she was visiting her mother at the hospital or something, and she just couldn't. Uh, she couldn't have him there at the hospital. You know. Yeah. Being a hospital, you don't really want to take a baby there. So. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, I'm just grateful. You know, my job's cool enough to let me do that. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I, I have a, a good situation where I'm not like you know serving customers or having to talk to people or. And it would be a case of, here, take my baby. I gotta <laughs> do something. Yeah, I don't think I can quite pull that off. I don't know. I think uh, you just Just like off strap him in a front carrier yeah. while I'm driving. Yeah, that's safe. That's, it's totally yeah. safe. He's strapped in. It's technically like two seatbelts. Yeah. Two airbags. I'm rewriting laws here. Oh. Yeah, babies are constantly trying new things. I think uh, Caleb's new thing is somersaulting and... Um, running and dancing. Like, he has now this little dance that he does when he's really happy or really mad. <laughs> it's very cute and annoying at the same time. Hey? I think that's babies in total. Very cute and annoying at the same time. Well, I think it uh, it's a short one this week, and uh, I think it's probably good to wrap it up there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, an agreement from the peanut gallery. <laughs> So I guess uh, we'll see you next week, and hopefully we'll have a, a topic we can kind of wrap our uh, heads around. Yeah. And... We're a little mushy today, sorry. <laughs> it's hot, It's damn hot. It. It's hard to think. We're all having meat sweats from that lovely steak we had. Oh, so. that was a good steak, yeah. Good job. Thanks for cooking that steak, by the way. Yeah. Well, good night, everyone. Yeah. Good night. See you next week. Next week, we eat sorts. <laughs>